Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here is Jason Martin. Welcome in. Jason Martin Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Good Sunday morning to you. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. Well... I've been gone for a couple of weeks. Thanks to Chris Plank for filling in. Did a fantastic job, as always. Love listening to him and Arnie. Anything he gets to do is worthwhile, so it's awesome to have him. And he's filled in for me, I think, every time that I have missed, which has not been that much. But had a couple of things I had to take care of over the past few weeks. Always start the show this way. I'm blessed beyond measure, all reasonable and otherwise. Hope you recognize that you are as well. Hope this finds you and yours doing exceedingly well in your lives. You can find me on Twitter at jmartzone. My name is Jason Martin. Do the show out of Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. Chris Perfett, Brian Finley, Eric Roberts. Trifecta spinning the Dallas radio style for me out in Los Angeles. 877-99 on Fox. That's 996-6369. That's how you reach me. And so I haven't spoken to you in a couple of weeks, and a lot has happened in sports across everything, basically. Playoffs have started in MLB. Another interesting day in college football. Maybe not a ton of upsets, but we started to see some things like, yeah, Auburn maybe not quite as good as some people assumed that they were based on what they had done. They ran into a real defense, and then all of a sudden Bo Nix looked like somebody that hadn't played a lot of football just yet, made some mistakes today. I actually want to go back, though, because this story continues to change, not in terms of what has happened, but... There's more to it now, especially for the West Coast that's listening. Raider fan, 
this Vontae's perfect story is where I want to be to open this show. And there's so much to talk about tonight. I want to talk about Joker, which I've written 1,500 words about and done an hour podcast on already this week after screening it on Tuesday night. We will get to that. Biggest week in pro wrestling probably in 20 years. Just coming to an end. Well, there's actually a pay-per-view tonight, Hell in a Cell, but a new company debuted on TNT, went head-to-head with Vince McMahon's kind of third brand, but honestly his best brand, whether or not he wants to admit it or not. SmackDown hits Fox for the first time. The Rock shows up off the top of the show. Kane Velasquez shows up at the end of the show. They're going to take that match to Saudi Arabia because, of course, they are. That makes me sick to my stomach. So there's a lot to get to there. But I do want to talk about Vontez Burfecht first. And the reason, when he was suspended, I'm like, well, of course he was suspended. I can't believe it took this long to get to this point. But listening to what Derek Carr had to say earlier this week, I'm just going to go back and just read this. If you missed any of this, I imagine you haven't. But John Gruden said he's not happy at all. Says it really hurts the football team. Doesn't like this suspension at all. Doesn't agree with the NFL's decision at all. And then here's what Derek Carr said. Quote, he's one of the most misunderstood people in the NFL. I don't think he was trying to hurt that man, meaning Jack Doyle, the tight end for the Colts. The man was going down. You see it all the time. There's flags flying everywhere. We see see other people choking people out, and they're going to play this Sunday. We see other people hitting people in the helmet, and they're going to play this Sunday. And Vontaze Burfecht won't play the rest of the year? I think that's a little excessive, if you ask me. I don't think it's fair. If we really got to know the guy, if the people making the decision really knew the guy that we know inside our building, he's a great person. His heart is broken because he's not playing football. The guy just wants to play football. We don't get a lot of time to play this game in our lives. Then he talked about Marlon Humphrey and Odell. Jonathan Jones with a helmet-to-helmet shot on Josh Allen. Josh Allen, who's cleared concussion protocol, expected to start today right here in Nashville, as a matter of fact, against the Titans. 3-1 Bills, 2-2 two and two Titans. So that's what Derek Carr had to say. And then he says, I know the history situation and all that kind of stuff, but this one, especially with what went on during the week, if we're going to be fair, we need to be fair with everybody. And then Gruden's quotes again, he knows how I feel. It hurts our team really bad, and I'm anxious to see what the appeal says. I'm not happy about it at all. I'm obviously upset about it. So what's funny about this hit that he had on Jack Doyle on Sunday is nothing because hits like that aren't funny at all in 2019 with the things that we know today. But I need to explain to you why Vontez Burfecht needed to be suspended And it had nothing to do, and I would imagine that the league didn't look at this from the perspective of Jack Doyle's well-being or health, which saddens me because I'm a Western Kentucky graduate, and he's one of the finest players to come out of that program, and I covered basically his entire career in college. But Burfick's hit on him was indefensible. I know they tried to defend it and say, well, he's trying to get back up. Okay, whatever. But Burfick has missed 10 games in his career due to villainy on the field. He has played not just to the line, not just a little past the whistle, way past the line for a long time. If you want to know just how long and how often, I feel like this is instructive for you. He's no stranger at all to drawing the ire of the league office. Over $5 million in fines over his career. Sit back, grab your beverage of choice, and just listen to me here. 
2013 Vontez Burfick fined $10,000 for hitting Packers tight end Ryan Taylor in the groin. Also in 2013, fined $21,000 for a hit on a defenseless Packers receiver in the same game. That is, in case you're a math major or not a math major, as I am not, $31,000 from one game for two hits that were deemed completely inappropriate. Also in 2013, fined $7,875 for a face mask against Fred Jackson of the Bills. Also in 2013, yes, we're still in the same year, find another $21,000 for a spear tackle against Jets receiver Stephen Hill. Just in 2013, four separate fines. I'm trying to do the math live. $59,875. Now we get to 2014. Find twenty-five dollars for grabbing and twisting Cam Newton and Greg Olson's ankles. Also in 2014 against the Steelers, he gets two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. He's fined $69,454. In 2015, nothing. 2016, suspended three games for hitting Antonio Brown, a game that his team would lose in the playoffs, and the three-game suspension cost him $502,941. We're still in 2016. He was fined seventy-five grand for stepping on LeGarrette Blunt when Blunt was the running back for New England. Still in 2016, unsportsmanlike conduct against the Buffalo Bills, who of course he had already gotten fined for back in 2013 for what he did to Fred Jackson. This one cost him another $12,154. Finally, we get to 2017, where he suspended five games. Two of them were taken away on appeal, so it's reduced to three. Illegal hit on Anthony Sherman, the fullback for the Chiefs. That costs him $1.4 million over the suspension. Still in 2017, Steelers fullback Roosevelt Nix becomes the new victim as he's kicked by Vontez Perfect, who's fined $12,154. Still in 2017, against the Titans, he makes contact with an official and he's ejected from the game. 2018, four-game suspension for PED violation. That costs him $1.839 million. Then he's fined $112,000 for taking a shot to the head of Antonio Brown and a shot to the head of James Conner. Still in 2018, $53,482 leaves his wallet because he lowers his helmet against Andy Janovich of Denver. And now this year, suspended for the rest of of 2019 because of the hit on Jack Doyle, which cost him the rest of his $1.2 million salary. Let me go back to Derek Carr. I know the history situation and all that kind of stuff, but this one, especially with what went on during the week, if we're going to be fair, we need to be fair with everybody. Uh, If you want to suspend some other guys, that's fine, but you've got to be kidding me. You know the history? Anybody out there that didn't know it knows it now if you're listening to the Jason Martin Show here on Fox Sports Radio, and thank you for doing so and being a part of my audience. That's 16 separate incidents that I just gave you. And then, last night, I'll just read this directly from ESPN.com. The NFL has informed Oakland Raiders linebacker Vontez Burfick that he hit another defenseless Indianapolis Colts player in last Sunday's game. Smith said Perfect was notified by letter Thursday about the unflagged hit three days after the league suspended him for the rest of the season for repeated violations of unnecessary roughness rules. Perfect hit Colts running back Naheem Hines in the head away from a play 
a scramble by quarterback Jacoby Brissett early in the second quarter. Perfect was ejected later for his helmet-to-helmet hit on Colts tight end Jack Doyle. Smith also told ESPN, and that's his uh, agent, that the NFL said it would include the unflagged hit among the totality of Burfick's offenses under his appeal of the suspension, which will happen Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So, yeah, I don't know if Derek Carr knew all the history, but if he's listening to this show, and I'm sure he does listen to Fox Sports Radio, I'm kidding about that. Hopefully he doesn't. If he does, then that's not good news for anybody that wants to see him succeed. But do I agree with the suspension? You better believe I do. And if he comes back and he does anything else, even remotely like this again, if I'm the NFL, I attempt to ban him for life. And so Derek Carr, back on Wednesday, said Burfick's heart is broken because the game that he loves has been taken from him. It wasn't taken from him, Derek. He took it from himself. He burned it to the ground like Heath Ledger in the dark night with that stack of cash. This dude, the way that he has played, the way that he has chosen to conduct himself on the field in 2019 because it's not 1971, this guy has no business in this league. And it's not about Jack Doyle. He's just the victim, the latest victim of what happened. There is a much larger reason here at play as to why the NFL had zero choice but to suspend Vontez Perfect. And it's it's the reason why nobody within football that I'm seeing, and no one should, even come close to balking at this or trying to say that it's egregious. You might think that this one's in line with some of the other ones that have happened. All right, go ahead and suspend them too. But Vontez Perfect, I don't even have the time in this show to go back through that again. But again, that was 16 separate incidents. Now it's 17 because they added this unflagged hit to Hines that happened before the hit that got him knocked out of the game against Doyle and then led to the suspension. We're going to take a break now. Remember the telephone number is 877-99 on Fox. That's 996-6369. I guarantee you what I'm going to say in the next segment is probably going to upset some people and it's probably going to garner some disagreement. And that's absolutely fine. This is indeed a place for discussion and debate. Thoughtful. It's never a prerequisite. I've said this many times behind this microphone that I'm blessed to have. This voice that I'm blessed to have to speak to you across the country. And I don't take it for granted. It is not a prerequisite to agree with me. You might be able to change my mind. Many times you guys think of things that I have not thought of. And either you tweet me at jmartzone or you call the show at 877-99 on Fox and we have a talk and at least you change my opinion to some degree. When we come back, I'll tell you why he had to be suspended, why it had nothing to do with what happened to Jack Doyle. It's because of the future of football itself. That is your tease. We'll be right back. This is the Jason Martin Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jason Martin Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Glad to have you with us. We're here every Sunday morning at this time, three hours. Be with you until 6 a.m. Eastern. Great news. There's a quick and easy way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Only takes 15 minutes to see if you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you could save. We'll go through the NFL slate before the end of the show. Bring in the crew, talk to them. Talking about Vontez Perfect right now. I know that that story was almost a week ago, but now he's been hit with another hit that was unflagged that's going to be added to his appeal on Tuesday. Gruden looks dumb with what he said. Carr looks dumb with what he said. But here's the larger issue. And we'll see how you feel about this once I lay it out for you. Like I told you, he should be suspended for the year. This is only the 16th incident. It's cost him over $5 million in his career 
for things you shouldn't be doing on a football field in 2019 or in 2013 where all this started. If he comes back and he gets dinged again with another shot to the head that looks malicious, he should be done. It should be taken from him. And the union shouldn't try to stop it either. No one should. I know that that's their job, so they probably still would. And I can understand it from that perspective. But here's why he had to be suspended. This is much larger than one injury or one player or even one incident. But I need to ask you a question here. Who is it that saw that hit on Sunday? I'm not talking about you or me. I'm not talking about the media or people within the NFL or people that live and die by these escapes that sit and listen to us every day on Fox Sports Radio because they care so much about the games and the athletes and the sports and the wins and the losses and the championships and the MVPs and rookies of the year and all that. I'm not talking about those people. Who else saw that hit on Sunday? Maybe on a highlight show, maybe on a replay, maybe in some news coverage or something. The answer that I'm getting at here is the non-football fan. The one that doesn't have so much much equity in football that he or she can look past the blemishes of the sport. I'm talking about the wife or the mother or the father or the aunt or the uncle or the grandparents. Whoever it is, it's not that big on this. But who happens to have a young child or maybe he's pregnant and has a baby on the way and we don't know what the potential for that youngster could be. It's possible that there is a woman in this country right now that is carrying the greatest American athlete that we will ever see. And then you think about the glamour positions in American sports and the glamour sports. I've told you before, the three celebrities in sports are great NBA players, even good NBA players you know because you see their faces. You can recognize them walking down the street. You know what James Harden looks like. You know what Russell Westbrook looks like. You know what Steph Curry looks like. Could you pick Khalil Mack out of a lineup? He might be the best player in the NFL. Could you pick him out of a lineup? Like if he were standing in front of you and there were 10 defensive linemen or 10 linebackers or just 10 individuals, would you, would you be positive of Khalil Mack? Do you know his face? So the NBA are celebrities. College football coaches are celebrities because they're the most powerful men in their states, more than any politician. A whole lot more people know who Ryan Day and Urban Meyer are than know who John Kasich was in Ohio or is in Ohio. I bet you 90% of the people in Alabama could tell you Nick Saban. 75% could probably tell you Gus Malzahn. And I bet you less than 50 could tell you the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the senator from Alabama. Maybe not even one of them. Same thing in South Carolina with Dabo Swinney. This is not Thiel. So you've got your NBA players and you've got your college football coaches and then you've got your NFL quarterbacks. That's the glamour spot. When you get to a point, ladies and gentlemen, where the parents in this country refuse to let their children chase after dreams of playing football because of safety and health reasons, that is a dire spot to be in because that threatens the quality of football 
the existence of the game may always be there, but will the quality be there? Being played at the highest level imaginable, that existence is threatened because of Vontez Perfect's act and things like it. If those parents of the best athletes disallow football in their households in terms of their kids playing it, and those kids go play lacrosse, or they go play tennis, or they go play baseball, or soccer, or basketball, or anything else. If those top-flight athletes, those talented, coordinated kids and teenagers are not going to start or even try playing quarterback because their parents won't take the risk, then the quality of the game is going to diminish immensely. It might be gradual at first, and then it becomes a shell of a shell of a shell of itself. So you cannot, if you're the NFL, permit a narrative to go around that suggests that football as a sport is dismissive of things like what Vontez Burfick did to Jack Doyle on Sunday. It's not about Jack Doyle, but it is about the inexcusable repeated violence that we've seen from Vontez Burfick for six years in the NFL. Football has to find a way to portray itself as a sport and a business that takes all of this uber seriously and is not going to sit idly by. All this concussion fervor that we have heard about for pretty much this entire decade. Remember Will Smith playing Bennett Amalu, the concussion movie. But more so the League of Denial on PBS, the Frontline Special, and the book, of course. We had the helmet changes, which certainly didn't work out well for the Raiders and Antonio Brown. The rule changes that make it so much harder to play DB, make it harder to do anything on defense in the league. And I think the statistic that I read off the beginning of the season was over the past two years, there's been a, I think it's a 23% decrease, don't quote me on that, in head injuries and things of that nature because of the things that they're doing. That's the stat the NFL needs to be lauding. That's the one that needs to be out there in the forefront. So Vontez Burfitt goes and he does this with everybody watching. It's not subjective at all. I don't care what Derek Carr says. Derek Carr is an unreliable narrator in this case. It was not subjective at all what Burfitt's intent was because we've seen this before. He's dangerous. So why is no one out there backing him outside of the ones that want him on the field for their football team? Because of what I just told you. Within the NFL, even if to some degree it is done subconsciously inside of them, they're trying to protect football from a terrible level of optics, from the worst possible rap. It's the rap that's going to scare moms and it's going to scare dads away from letting their kids play this game in the first place. It's not always about one specific event. It's about reverberations and consequences that are caused and it doesn't matter whether or not those are intentional or not. So on Tuesday, and we're going to talk about this later on in the show, and I, I told you off the top of the show, we will talk about it. I saw Joker on Tuesday and wrote about it and have done an hour podcast, which you can find if you follow me at Zone, you can actually see the link to that. And without going into any spoilers here, because it hasn't been out long enough to do that yet, actions of the lead character lead to the worst possible consequences external of the direct events that he is doing himself. There are consequences that go far deeper than the crimes or the incidents that Joker is involved in. 
And it's not a perfect analogy, as most are not, but that's what we're talking about here with football. I talked to Merrill Hodge on Radio Row this year at the Super Bowl, and he believes football's under assault, and he thinks a lot of the concussion stuff is bogus, and I understand where he's coming from. And he made a compelling case, even though I don't really agree with all of it. I thought he was thoughtful about the way he approached it, and it was a good conversation. I enjoyed it. I don't think football is under assault. But with that said, the NFL has to be proactive in public. They've got to put their foot down. They've got to put their proverbial foot down and say no moss to stuff like Vontez Perfect did on Sunday. And then we get to this other side of this, which is Derek Carr saying, if only you knew the guy I knew. If only you saw the guy we saw in the locker room. And I don't, I don't know how to tell Derek Carr this. I couldn't possibly care less whether or not he's a good guy or not off the field as it relates to what should be done to him on the clock. I'm not condemning Vontez Perfect personally. I don't know Vontez Perfect. He and I could be best friends. He might be the best dude in the world. He still should be suspended for the year. I might be... I, you don't know me from Adam. You, you may think that you do to some extent. Some of you out there know me, I guess. But I could be an awesome... I could be a fantastic human being. You may think I'm a fantastic human being. But I drop like six F-bombs in the next segment of this show. I'm probably going to get suspended or fined. Because of what it could cost Fox Sports Radio. And what it might do to the affiliates if the wrong people are listening. There is a responsibility here. It doesn't matter whether or not you're a good guy. There are a lot of good people that you could find tons of witnesses to say, oh, he was an awesome guy who robbed banks. But they still robbed a bank, so they've still got to go to jail, right? That's what I'm saying. So what Derek Carr saying, oh, if only you could know that guy. I don't care because what I've seen on the field means he shouldn't be on the field. It has nothing to do with what he does in his personal life. These two things are not the same remember Vontez Perfect was one of the reports that held Antonio Brown back and told him you need to chill you're out of control in that situation with Mike Mayock which is mind-boggling in its own right this entire thing to me is about appearance it's about optics to protect the immediate future of football and to safeguard the long-term future of football and I don't think any a lot of people at least have thought about it from that mindset maybe you actually thought that suspension was a little bit much he had gotten four games in the past he had five that was reduced to three here and there so maybe you go to eight but instead you go to 12 and he's done for the year now the 12 could get reduced and maybe that's why you start at 12 so you can bring it down it's the equivalent of going to the grocery store that has the frequent shopper card whatever that grocery store chain might be for you they jack up the prices past what they ordinarily would be so that if you have the reward you feel like you're getting a deal when you're actually paying what you should have paid to begin with if you go to a grocery store that doesn't have one of those you'll notice the prices start lower because they're not trying to do that and you don't find many of those anymore because it feels like it does work but if you look at football and the reputation of the game itself it's taken bumps and bruises with things that have happened off the field with officiating, with everything under the sun. We know how Roger Goodell is seen. If you put the reputation of a business 
and enterprise the size of professional football in the United States in jeopardy. If you put it in Alex Trebek territory, you got to go. And Vontez has time and time again violated the rules that are out there to protect players because he's violent, because he plays past the whistle, and honestly he tries to hurt people. He's put football at risk multiple times with zero regard for the people against him on that field in a game. He's risking their lives. He's risking their futures. He's risking their bank accounts, their families. And he's got to go for the sake of football. The NFL got this one right. There was not another decision to make because you cannot have parents believing that their kids are going to play a game where the executives don't care about their safety. Even if behind closed doors that's exactly the truth, people can't know that. The optics are far too important. We'll get to Brian Finley here in a second, but real quick, let's uh, let's go to Paul, my good friend up in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, and talk to him. I think he has a thought here. Paul, how are you? Hey, Jmart, uh, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed your wedding and your uh, your honeymoon. Uh, one of the most tired arguments that I think you can make when you're accused of something is, you know, well, look at what other people did. So you're right when you say that uh, Derek Carr's comments make him look kind of stupid. I mean, you could argue that we. I mean, at least recently, we've been a society of overreaction. We overreact, and sometimes we overcorrect when it comes to reacting to things that happen. But, but you know, I, I think in this case, the end definitely justifies the means because, you know, uh, the image of the NFL and the reputation of the NFL is important. And you're right in that it is it is at risk here. You you make a great point in that more and more more and more parents are pulling their children. From little league football programs because of the hits that they see on TV and because of the the head, the head injuries that that come with it and that this will obviously have an effect on the number of high school players who play the game and then it will obviously affect the college game and then ultimately as you say it will have a significant effect on the quality of of the professional game you're so correct when you say that Burfix actions and other actions like it are going to have a significant effect on the quality of the the NFL game. Um, but as always, GMR, thanks for the call. Welcome back. Hope you have a great week, bud. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. I did have a wonderful honeymoon, and I did have a wonderful wedding, and thank you for the kind words. And I agree. Look, if you have a bunch of car accidents, or if you get a bunch of speeding tickets, you know, you're passing a stop school bus, all that kind of stuff, eventually you have broken the law enough times, you've broken the rules, municipal violation, whatever, you have broken that enough that they're going to take your driver's license away. Well, they just took Vontez Burfick's football license away because he got too many speeding tickets because of the danger involved if he hits somebody else head-on going 90 in his Maserati. Let's bring in Brian Finley out in Los Angeles. Get a look at the latest lot happening in sports. B, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Jason? Great to have you back, man. We missed you and hope everything went well the last couple weeks. Can't complain. (laughs) Cannot complain. I'm trying to remember how to talk into a microphone. (laughs) Hey, you're doing a great job. Hey, Garrett Cole, yeah, doing legendary stuff on the Hill. Cole sat down 15 batters as the Astros silenced the Rays to, they silenced them 3-1 to room out to a 2-0 lead in their ALDS matchup. Houston manager A.J. Hinch fawning over Cole's outing. He got punch outs on virtually every pitch. Different areas of the strike zone. He was creative. Um... I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to put into words exactly what what his performance meant to us tonight. But man, he was good. What a game! 
By the way, Cole was throwing 100 miles an hour fastballs in the seventh inning. Wow. Yeah, crazy, right? Also, the Yankees behind a seven-run third inning degrade the Twins 8-2 to go up 2-0 in their ALDS showdown. A couple of college football games of note from Saturday. Stanford sucker punches 15th-ranked Washington 23-13. Cameron Scarlett dashed for 151 yards and a touchdown behind multiple backup offensive linemen. 24th-ranked SMU makes up a 21-point deficit in the fourth quarter. Make good on six fourth-down conversions. And heartbreak Tulsa 43-37 in triple overtime. And now the Mustangs are out to 6-0. Who saw that coming? Number 13, Oregon loafs past Cal 17-7. Justin Herbert threw a touchdown pass for the 33rd straight game. Texas Tech upsetting 21st-ranked Oklahoma State 45-35. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience and Ole Miss takes down Vanderbilt yeah Jason your your Vandy school going down to- mine <laughs> just because I'm in Nashville doesn't mean Vandy's my school they gave up like 5,000 rushing yards right, in that did. game too they did well that's interesting how did UCLA do today oh my gosh yeah I know oh my gosh it's just not going real well for your boys it's not man that defense has a lot of work to be done, especially their pass defense. They are 128th out of 130 teams in the FBS. Things are not looking good there. Well, they're still better than two teams. Welcome back to the Fox Sports <laughs> Radio studios. We're brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. This is the Jason Martin Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I am Jay Martin. You can find me on Twitter at jmartzone. Some of you already have. One person in response to my take on Vontez Perfect, and look, you've got to you've got to make sure that parents understand that, yeah, there's going to be risks involved in playing football, and guys are going to get hurt, but we're not just going to let things like this go. We're going to penalize this. There's going to be serious punitive recompense here, recourse, if things go this way. And so Jake tweets me and he says, I think that what you're saying is indicative of the back of backup quarterback play in the league, meaning there's not as much quarterback talent right now. Backup quarterbacks in the league are not very good right now in the NFL. There are a few, and we're seeing a lot more of them because a lot of the starters have gotten knocked out earlier in this season. And some of them certainly better than others. We've seen it working in Jacksonville. Bridgewater is succeeding a little bit in New, in New Orleans. Of course, they're loaded around him, and Sean Payton's doing Maybe the best coaching job he's ever done right now. I've never been a gigantic fan of him. Just like the way I see him operate, I haven't been a huge fan of. He seems kind of arrogant, but maybe they all are. But he's great. He's a Hall of Famer without any question. Just an amazing offensive mind. And that defense is playing pretty well, too. That's going to be a heck of a football game. And this is not something I anticipated saying. And we will talk about all of these games a little bit later, but... One of the better games, sneaky good games of the day, just to see what's real and what's not, is Tampa Bay going to New Orleans. Not just because Tampa Bay did what they did to the Rams, but just the fact that Jameis Winston, since the first game of this season, I think has eight touchdowns to one interception. Arians has him playing really well. They're utilizing weapons all over the field to the extent that people are now asking, are they going to franchise tag? 
Jameis Winston, or are they going to try to sign him to a two-year deal? I mean, this is a two-and-two football team. They lost to a 49ers club that I think most of us believe is pretty good. Now, San Francisco hadn't played anybody particularly strong yet, so there's still a lot to be said there. But San Francisco looks really good right now. They beat Cam Newton on that Thursday night game that was not very entertaining. They lost to Daniel Jones by one point in sort of a comeback deal, and then they put up 55 on the Rams. This is a big-time game in the NFC South with the Bucks and the Saints today. Should be fascinating to see how that one goes. We are just underway here. Snoop Dogg performs at Kansas during their Midnight Madness deal. And then Kansas has to apologize. And they should. For being Kansas. For being dumb. That's a word I've now used two or three times in the first hour of this program. But if you book Snoop, assuming he's not going to be Snoop, that's on you. We'll be right back. Jason Martin Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two months too early. It's not December yet. Well, we're outside of September, so I can't play Earth, Wind, and Fire anymore. So Fair point. I played that at my wedding. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much we'll match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Jason Martin Show finishing up our number one here on Fox Sports Radio across the country. FoxSportsRadio.com, wherever you might be as well. You can find me on Twitter at jmartzone. So this from Kansas Athletic Director Jeff Long. We apologize for the Snoop Dogg performance at late night. We made it clear to the entertainers and managers that we expected a clean version of the show and took additional steps to communicate to our fans, including moving the artist to the final act of the evening to ensure that no basketball activities would be missed if anyone did not want to stay for his show. I take full responsibility for not thoroughly vetting all the details of the performance and offer my personal apology to those who were offended. We strive to create a family atmosphere at Kansas and fell short of that this evening. So Snoop Dogg performed at Late Night in the Fog at Fog Allen Fieldhouse, of course. Kind of their midnight madness for the basketball team. There were scrimmages by the men's squad and the women's squad. You know how this is done. It happens all across the country. Snoop Dogg performs. He, at one point, shoots a money gun that's full of fake $100 bills that have his face on them over the team bench areas, apparently. He he played for like 35 minutes. And he talked to the players before the show. And his show had profanity in it. And there were pole dancers. So people were upset. And Jeff Long... Issues this apology. All he really needed to say is, we apologize for booking Snoop Dogg and expecting him to be anything other than Snoop Dogg. We're dumb. Sorry. Our bad. It's not been a good week for Kansas. Because let me tell you what's worse than the pole dancers and the money gun and the profanity at the fog. Uh, Five NCAA level one violations that hit Kansas this week including a lack of institutional control and a violation of coaching responsibility standard charge. Not a good time for Kansas basketball. But if you book Snoop Dogg and you say be clean, I was thinking about having gin and juice playing at my reception, right? A couple of weeks ago. But even the clean version, it's just like, no, you know what? Still not really appropriate for who we have there. Not really what we need. If you want a clean show, don't book Snoop Dogg at Kansas. Book anybody else. You did not book John Legend, okay? You booked a dude that doesn't know what clean means. Yeah, there are clean versions of his songs that people scrub and edit. But this is a guy who, if there's somebody that's going to show up and push the envelope, say, yeah, 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 it'll be clean, and then it's not clean at all, it's Snoop Dogg. You shouldn't be surprised that this is what he did. There's nothing wrong with it. This is what he's done. It's how he's made his living. It's what people know him for. 
What's wrong is you thought that you could actually make him do something different, and you were surprised when it didn't go your way. This is the same thing as drafting a athlete at quarterback who's not a standard pocket passer. You bring him in, and you're like, all right, we're going to teach him to be a pocket passer. You're a fool. You should lose your job. If you bring in an athlete who runs a lot, then you should probably run him a lot. You don't change what he did that made him successful. Or you shouldn't assume that he's going to be what you want him to be when that's not what he's been his whole career. So Kansas is not doing particularly well. And this apology just leaves me rolling my eyes and laughing at them. Snoop's out here in a number 20 Kansas jersey. He's got a money gun with $100 bills with his face over him. First off, I think that's funny. Pulled answers, yeah, that might be a little bit much, but it's Snoop Dogg. You're lucky he wasn't lighting up a blunt talking about the chronic for 35 minutes in front of your family crowd and your family show. Don't book Snoop. Snoop's not on G-rated movies for a reason, folks. Hour number two of the program. Good Sunday morning to you wherever you are. Jason Martin Show here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by Geico. Matter of fact, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. They're also brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. You can find me on Twitter at jmartzone87799 on Fox. If you want to join us, that's 996-6369. Eric, Chris, and Brian, the trifecta. We'll bring them in here in a bit. Chat with them. Still a lot to get to. We will break down this week in the NFL and what is to come next hour. I want to talk about some coaching in the NFL this hour. And this is a story, look... Because I was out of town and in Florida for a few weeks and really was not paying attention to much of anything down there as it related to sports or news or anything, I didn't even know what was going on in politics. I found that out reading the New York Times like a win- like last Wednesday. I was a little bit out of the loop. But there's a crazy stat out there about the rookie head coaches this year in the NFL. And I'm trying to see, do I want to go there or do I want to talk about a coach that's been somewhere much longer than you would think? Both of these stories are intriguing. I think we'll start with the rookie head coaches. So you've got four guys that have never done this job before in their first season in the league. Zach Taylor with the Bengals, Cliff Kingsbury with Arizona, Brian Flores in Miami, and Vic Fangio with the Broncos. Then you've got a couple of other hires this year. And, of course, you've got Freddie Kitchens as well. The rookie coaches are currently 0-15-1 this season, which is relatively incredible. Guys that have never done this job until this season, which Kitchens, because he was interim, doesn't get included in this. Zach Taylor's 0-4. Kingsbury's 0-3-1. He has that tie with the Lions. I'm sure that just makes Chris Perfett extremely happy to hear that again. Dolphins are 0-4. And my Broncos are dreadful. Also winless. You look at this, you're just like, well, those are some bad hires. Maybe. You know exactly how I feel about Cliff Kingsbury. I can't tell you how I feel about Zach Taylor because... Whenever they show him on the sidelines wearing, I don't even remember on Monday Night Football when they were getting trucked by the Steelers last week, whether or not he was wearing a visor or a hat or whatever, 
I, I mean, he could be the coach. I have no idea. Like, I'd never even heard his name. I'm not even sure Sean McVay knew his name, but he was on the sidelines wearing a Rams polo and somebody hired him to be the head coach at Cincinnati. Flores, I understand why he got the gig, but it's an unfortunate situation. And then Vic Fangio, yeah, he was at the helm of a fantastic defense last year, left, and it seems like they've gotten better. But what do these four teams have in common? Let's look past the coaching records and look a little further. Bengals, Cardinals, Dolphins, Broncos. What they have in common is they're terrible, and they were terrible before these new head coaches took over. One of them, Miami, is actively trying to lose every football game, trading all their talented people so that they can tank and get the quarterback of the future and just start completely over. Which sucks, honestly, for Brian Flores. Because he won't be there once it's time for the real rebuild. And he has no chance. And that's, honestly, it's unfair and it's unfortunate. And I hope he gets another opportunity with a real franchise down the road. The Cardinals were terrible last year. They got rid of a guy that they got because they went up in the draft to grab Josh Rosen. They let him go. They bring in Kingsbury. Kingsbury wants... Kyler Murray to run the air raid, so they shipped Josh Rosen out of town and they draft Kyler Murray. But they have no offensive line. They have a bad defense. They don't have a lot of skill talent outside of a couple of guys who you do know very well, Johnson and Fitzgerald, of course. But they're not good. Denver, we saw that act last year. The only guy that wanted Joe Flacco in Denver was John Elway. John Elway is my favorite player of all time. As a Broncos fan, that shouldn't surprise anybody, but I need him to, if he wants to wear a suit, that's cool, but he doesn't need to wear a suit in the front office for the Broncos. Be like some kind of ambassador for the team or something else, because this ain't working out. And they paid Flacco a lot, and his cap hit is a lot. I didn't want him. It's not that I don't like Joe Flacco, it's that I don't like Joe Flacco in 2019. Drew Locke doesn't look like that's going to work. Maybe they're about to start tanking too. But they're no good. And the Bengals are the Bengals. These are four awful teams. So who would have thought that rookie coaches were going to roll in there we'd never heard of before, that have never done this job before, in most cases, and turn this thing around? This is as unsurprising a devastating stat as you will find. When you first hear it, you're like, wow, these are four terrible coaches. We have no idea. Now, I will look at Arizona, the 0-3-1 of this quartet of doom and say that usually, and I actually said this before the season, I said, don't be surprised if the Cardinals come out and play well early. The schedule's not that easy, but the wrinkles in the offense and what Kingsbury's going to do with the air raid may work for a time, but don't get sucked into thinking that they're good. Let's see where they are by week 13. Well, it hadn't gone that way. And it's not because they're going to get better. It's because the air raid never has worked. And what Kingsbury's doing just hadn't been that impressive. Kyler Murray hasn't been that impressive. They don't have a lot around him. But I'm not shocked. But it's a very bad trajectory here. I'm not shocked that it is not working. But I thought that, and usually, historically, it works better early and then falls apart mid-season or when it gets figured out. 
the guys that come from college that have these kind of gimmick offenses, the gimmick offenses work for a time, people figure them out, and then they're done. And then you either have to go back and conform to what's working in the NFL or you're not going to last very long. Well, this gimmickry has a history of not working, the specific gimmickry that Kingsbury wants to employ. And it's already failing. So I don't think Kingsbury's going to be there very long, is what I'm basically getting at. But outside of that, I don't know what to make of Zach Taylor. Brian Flores, we've already talked about, had no shot. And then Fangio, the problem for Fangio is he's an older guy. He's a defensive guy. The Broncos' defense has been banged up and hurt. They haven't been that great this season, but the Bears have been better somehow without him there. And the expectation was they were going to take a pretty decent step back, even with all their talent, because Fangio was so good at what he did and instilled fear in offensive coordinators across the league because he was so hard to scheme for. And the Bears have an all-world defense this year. If you give them a half-decent quarterback, they probably make the Super Bowl. Or certainly have a very good shot at it. Right now, they don't have that guy. But 0-15-1 should not be a gigantic surprise to anyone out there with these rookie coaches because it's not like the rookie coaches are in New England and Kansas City and Philadelphia and New Orleans. There are not great spots for first jobs. You have to take jobs. Like Brian Flores, I wonder if he knew when he went to Miami that they were going to tank this quickly or if he feared it or if his agent had any idea of it. And even if so, maybe he still felt like it was an opportunity he needed to take because maybe it was the only one he was going to get for a couple of years. And there are some guys right now that the bloom is definitely off the rose that are not in their first year as head coaches. Adam Gase is, you know, he hasn't had Darnold out there, but the Jets have been terrible. They haven't won either. Browns, I still don't think Kitchens will last long term. But I didn't think that a lot of these hires made sense. LaFleur is working out better than I thought. But when you've got Aaron Rodgers, a lot of times that's going to help you. We'll see where they are at the end of this season as opposed to where they are at current. But of the four, which one's the most likely to stick around? The four guys that we're talking about here in this segment. Is it Zach Taylor and Cincy? Probably not because... No one knew who he was, so he has no equity. It's not like the fans are going to mutiny if they let him go. They're going to mutiny because they hired him. Cliff Kingsbury, he'll get a couple of years. You don't draft Kyler Murray for Cliff Kingsbury and then let him go in one year. Even though that's what you did with Wilkes, although you didn't draft Rosen for him. The Dolphins, Flores, I already told you, he's just kind of there. He's manning the Titanic, and he knows he's on the Titanic. And eventually, he'll just move on. And then the Broncos, who knows what the Broncos are going to do. Until they fix what's going on in the office, it doesn't matter what they do on the field. But these are four teams that are going nowhere quick. They're four awful football teams. I hate to say that about the Denver Broncos. I can't believe how bad it has gone for my favorite franchise in sports with the Atlanta Braves. It's those two. And I don't see the answer here because of the money committed to Flacco. And then the other thing about these four teams, none of them have quarterbacks that matter. Rosen and Fitzpatrick in Miami. Murray was the first pick, but that means there's a progress there that's going to take some time, especially at his size. 
Andy Dalton, we recognize, is about the 18 to 21st, depending on where you want to put him, quarterback in the league. He's decent enough if he's got things around him. And then there's Flacco, who's old, a statue in a league that needs more mobility from the quarterback spot. And then there's Drew Locke, who ain't ready yet. So they don't have quarterbacks, they don't have a ton of talent, and they're bad organizations at current, these four teams. And they all have rookie coaches. And those coaches have, in 16 games, had one tie and 15 losses. And I did read an article talking about how this was stunning. This is not stunning. It takes about five seconds to look past 0-15-1 and say, well, of course they're 0-15-1. Surprise, they're not 0-16. That's the shock. There's a tie involved here. A tie because Cliff Kingsbury didn't seem to understand how tie rules even worked. But the Lions had that game and choked it away. Eventually one of these guys will win. I don't know exactly which one. I haven't seen the schedule long term for them. Will any of them win this year? Or this week rather? Let's look. Arizona at Cincinnati. One of those teams will win today. We will talk about that in the third hour when we go through the entire deal. So one of those two teams, whether it's Zach Taylor or Cliff Kingsbury, will get their first victory. It's at Cincinnati. Tend to think the Bengals are a little better than the Cardinals. But we'll see. And then you continue to go through. Denver is playing against the Chargers. Don't like the chances there. Miami's on by. So we will have one of these deals come to an end no matter what because two of these teams are playing against each other. That's a great game in the early window today. This is another one of those days, and this is just maddening. There are only two games in the afternoon session. Something has to be done about this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games kick off at noon Eastern time or at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And then there are two games, Denver at Chargers and the big Fox game of the week with Green Bay and Dallas, which everybody will be watching. Then you get Indy and Kansas City tonight on Sunday Night Football. Do we need 10 games in the early window and just two in the afternoon? Because of red zone, this has become worse. If everybody was just getting one game, it wouldn't be the same. But because we got red zone, now we need this split up so we've at least got, you know, the four or five games going on in the afternoon so we're not watching highlights of the 10 that already happened when these two games are inevitably going to be in commercials at the same time the nfl schedule is baffling stagger some of these things out so we can see more of these games 10 at the same time there's no possible way to do that unless you're dvring them all and have sunday ticket you can sit on red zone and boy that first three hours today that thing's gonna be loaded man there's gonna be football all, all over the place once you get to about four eastern time you can go ahead and call a wrap on the day You can maybe just put it on Fox and watch Green Bay and Dallas. Denver and L.A. is not going to be that good. And, of course, you've got the the other one coming up as well. But 10 games in the early window is a problem. That's just something that needs to change. And it's not the only time it's going to happen this season. There's a couple of others that I've looked at that are almost as bad. It's inexcusable to have 10 and 2. Split this thing a little bit more evenly. I know a lot of these things are taking place on the East Coast, but I mean Chicago and Oakland and London, of course. So that'll be a little bit even earlier. A lot of people won't even get to see that game. Raiders will not have Vontez Perfect. They talked about that in the first hour. 
And then you've just got a ton of games kicking off as people are getting home from church and trying to do lunch and everything else. Just go ahead and make plans for the afternoon. Whatever it is that you want to do, if you want to go see Joker, you want to do whatever, just go ahead and plan that for about 5 o'clock because you've only got two games. You can DVR Green Bay at Dallas, come home and watch it afterwards. You're not going to miss anything. The one that you want to be in front of your TV for is just to put on Red Zone for the first three hours of the afternoon. When we come back, a coach that you will not believe how long he's been at the job he has, but he ain't going to be there much longer. 877-99 on Fox. That's 996-6369. This is the Jason Martin Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Nice. Welcome back to Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by Geico. If you want to hear something amazing, in addition to Mr. Vetter, Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit to how much we're going to match. Millions of people a year getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match.
So we talked about rookie head coaches and how they haven't won. Here's somebody else that hasn't won that, you know, I heard this on the Ringer NFL show earlier this week, and it's something I did not realize, and I'm not sure anybody realizes this. We know how bad the Washington Redskins situation has been and how bad it continues to be and what's going on with Dwayne Haskins and this whole deal, which we're going to get into here a little bit deeper. But did you realize that Jay Gruden has been the head football coach of the Washington Redskins since 2014? This is his sixth season as the head coach of that football team. He was the offensive coordinator in Cincy in 2011, 12, and 13. And then since then, he's been the head coach of the Redskins. At which time, he has gone a gaudy 35-48 and 48 with one tie, a 423 win percentage. 84 games he's been the coach. Winless this year, 0-4. His best season was 2015, he went 9-7. Last two years, seven and nine and seven and nine, had a eight and seven before that. The nine and seven we talked about in his first year was four and twelve. How in the world has he survived this long? I said before the season, I thought he was on the hottest seat in the NFL before it even started because I didn't expect the Redskins to be very good. But I didn't realize he had been there that long. He should have been fired like yesterday. He may be gone on Monday. He said Colt McCoy is going to play. But the big story that's come out this week has been that a lot of the Washington coaches did not want Dwayne Haskins to play this year, wanted him to sit all year, learn the game, learn the intricacies of the NFL game. And Gruden has said, all right, after putting him in, now Gruden who somehow still has this job, says that Colt McCoy is going to start today against the Patriots. But reading from the Washington Post, complicating matters is the lingering question, dating back to draft day, of whether Redskins coach Jay Gruden viewed Haskins as the right choice for the team. Before Haskins was selected, ESPN reported that Washington's coaching staff preferred a more experienced college player such as Duke's Daniel Jones, who was selected sixth by the New York Giants, only to be overruled by owner Daniel Snyder. A person with knowledge of Gruden's thinking confirmed that the head coach did not want Haskins. And while Haskins has publicly downplayed any suggestion that he wasn't Gruden's choice, a person close to the rookie quarterback said that Haskins has sensed that to be the case. Still, they move forward with Gruden and his staff teaching Haskins everything they know and Haskins coming to each quarterback meeting prepared, asking all the right questions, treading carefully through a season that has thudded to an 0-4 start. And then this is where I actually figured out this stat. I got to do what's best for him, Gruden said last week, although unspoken was the fact that Gruden, whose job is at risk during his sixth season as the team's head coach, also has a pressing need to win games to save his job, something that doesn't fit neatly with developing a rookie quarterback who hasn't shown he's ready to play. Man, that sounds an awful lot like Hugh Jackson not wanting Baker Mayfield to play. My buddy Jeff Schwartz, I remember we talked about this 
on Fox Sports Radio last year, Hugh Jackson believed Tyrod Taylor would win a couple of games and that would extend his tenure as the head coach. And so Baker never got the opportunity to get any reps with the ones. And I don't even know if it was because Hugh Jackson didn't think he could play at all. He just knew Tyrod Taylor could win a couple of games, or he thought Tyrod Taylor could win a couple of games. And as Baker was taking his lumps and learning the game, Hugh Jackson didn't have time for him to learn the game. Even though that would have been best for the Browns, what was best for Hugh was for the veteran guy who was a perennial, you know, six, seven, eight win guy to go in and at least win you three or four, which is 400% more than what Hugh Jackson was used to winning. And that that might give him another leash or maybe even another season at the helm. And it did not work. So as you read this piece, or as I, as you listen to me read this piece from the Washington Post, you hear kind of a similar thing. Gruden doesn't have time to nurse Dwayne Haskins. Case Keenum is Case Keenum. Colt McCoy, I'll be surprised if he makes it through the game. His health has betrayed him about as badly as anybody's. He's been snake bit since Texas. But Jay Gruden wants to put out a guy that can win games, not because he thinks the Redskins are going anywhere at this point, but because his seat is scorching hot, and it should be. Again, this is his sixth year as the head coach of a team that has not won more than nine games, twice has won seven, once has won four, has won zero this year. I heard Jason Smith say on the Jason, Jason Smith Show, which you can hear late nights on Fox Sports Radio, during the week those guys do a great job he suggested basically the same thing he said that this is going to be a year where there are going to be coaches that get fired at mid-season which is not something that generally happens very often jay gruden this thing is not going to go well against the patriots that much i think we all can agree upon they should probably relieve him of his duties on monday and not just because of this although Daniel Snyder clearly wanted Haskins because Haskins had a tie to Washington, D.C. And because, look, Haskins was good at Ohio State. We have seen guys get thrust into the starting role that weren't ready and some that have flourished because they had to sit. Even ones that might have been ready probably got better and learned the other side of the game. Famously, at least recent history will tell you this, Alex Smith, because he didn't have all of the skill sets, had to learn the game and know it and understand the playbook and be an incredibly smart football player in order to survive. And so because of that, Patrick Mahomes sat for a year. We already know what Patrick Mahomes' skill set is, but he learned the playbook and he learned the offense and he learned all of that from a guy who had to go the extra mile in order to stay relevant and keep his job in the NFL. Dwayne Haskins didn't necessarily have that guy in front of him in Washington. So do you put him out there to have a horrible day and his three interceptions and his nine completions against the Giants, which is what we've seen? Or do you let him sit for a year and let that marinate and let him get acclimated to what's going on and give him a real shot next year. Maybe with a fresh head coach, especially if this is true, which of course it is. I mean, I haven't talked to Jake Gruden, but why would this not be true? 
that he didn't want Dwayne Haskins because he doesn't want a project quarterback because he doesn't have time to nurture a project quarterback. He didn't have time to develop a rookie quarterback. He's got two guys that have not proven to do much. Keenum had a good little run there in Minnesota. They got rid of him. They probably wish they hadn't at this point, especially what they paid Kirk Cousins. He's got Colt McCoy. We know what that is. And now he's got a rookie. They're, they even said in the Washington Post article that came out yesterday, Haskins not even certain to be designated the number two and might not even dress. And in Washington, if you listen to radio and TV there at all, the question is, should Dwayne Haskins be playing, period? And Gruden said a few days ago, he goes, no matter what we do with him, we're going to be wrong. So it really doesn't matter. He's also going to be petulant. Jay Gruden's going to be petulant. Go back and be an offensive coordinator somewhere, bro. Like, you are, at this point, I mean, the the Washington franchise is a dumpster fire on a myriad of different levels. Snyder has been a problem and continues to be a problem. They seem to make the worst decisions when it comes to free agency. They shoot themselves in the foot. The one thing that they had go right for them in recent years, he got banged up and then wasn't the same after, and that was RG3 in that great first year and everything that it looked like maybe he was going to be able to do. They've had talent come through there. They have a talented tight end in Reed that just seems to never have been able to stay healthy either. They've had some solid defensive players. But it's not a good franchise. And it's a coach that you have had for over half a decade who has never won more than nine games, and he only pulled off that feat, which I put in air quotes over the radio, one time, two seven and nine seasons, zero and four this year, four and twelve when he started there. How much do you need to see? I mean, you got Steve Wilkes out in one year. You got a lot of guys out in one year. You've definitely got a lot of guys out in two and three years. How has Jay Gruden survived as the head coach of this franchise for six years? Does nobody else want this job? I mean, I'm not saying I'd want this job. If I was a head football coach or if I wanted to be a head football coach in the NFL, I might just pass on this one. I'm just tell my agent, now I don't know about this. But Jay Gruden's been there since 2014. That boggles my mind. Let's go out to Brian Finley real quick and find out the latest in the world of sports. B? Thank you, Jason. Garrett Cole spellbounds the Rays. He racks up 15 strikeouts to prop up the Astros over Tampa Bay 3-1 and thus take a 2-0 lead in their ALDS matchup. The Yankees pieced together seven runs in the third inning. Didi Gregorius headlined with a grand slam as New York outfoxes the Twins 8-2 and storm out to a two-games-to-none advantage in their ALDS battle. In the college football universe, third-ranked Georgia puts Tennessee in their place 43-14. The Bulldogs held the Vols scoreless in the second half. Number four, Ohio State blow torches, 25th ranked Michigan State, 34-10. Justin Fields accounted for three touchdowns. Stanford upstages 15th ranked Washington, 23-13. Cameron Scarlett ran for 151 yards and a touchdown behind several backup offensive linemen. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit 
visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. NFL Network reporting Texans wide receiver Kenny Stills, who's battling hamstring and ankle injuries, is not on path to play today against the Falcons. Bills running back Devin Singletary will wait and see how his hamstring reacts in warm-ups today before deciding whether or not he'll play against the Titans. And Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup coming off a knee issue is looking like he's good to go today but might have his playing time truncated. Now back to Jason Martin in the Geico Fox Sports Studios. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Bringing the crew. I haven't talked to the crew in a couple of weeks. Crew out in L.A. Brian, I'm sure he's still next to a microphone as well as Chris Perfett and Eric Roberts. They always do a fantastic job. 877-99 on Fox. That's 996-6369. Any of you guys realize Jake Gruden had been a coach for six years in Washington? Like, I heard that, and it just made me stop. It feels like he's been there for, like, two or three years. Yeah, I was, How has he survived that long? Yeah, I was thinking a handful. I didn't think it was, it was six. I'm trying to, like, track back QBs that he's that have played for him, and I can't go back more than maybe three. Honestly, I thought yeah. it might have been longer because who I can't remember the – it was Jay Gruden and who was before. It was Kyle Shanahan. I don't know if there was anyone else in between, but my memory kind of makes a gap there. And when I think Kyle Shanahan, I think – beginning of the decade so mike shanahan mike mike shanahan yes yeah i completely screwing it see that's where i'm going with the with washington (laughs) i'm just screwing up the shanahan's too while i'm at it going back to what we were talking about in that first segment about the rookie head coaches you're the one that was involved in the one tie they've lost everything else Mm -hmm. but i want to ask differently the lions might be okay i mean that's your squad chris but the lions don't look too bad right now yeah, so as disclosure, I cover them for Pride of Detroit uh, for SB Nation, and I, I, I've been going back and forth on them. I think what they have in their strength is that they've shown through these four games that they can game plan for ev- everyone. You know, some teams, they have their identities. They have these solid identities. You know, if it's Kansas City, they, they know they're going to lo- rely on Mahomes. They're going to go out there for the track race. For the Lions, they seem to change their identity every week. They try to really try to game plan for who their opponent is and trying to take away their great strength. And that's why they were able to take away Mahomes from the Chiefs when they kind of felt that close loss. But at the same time, I really can't take too much away from a, from a moral victory on a loss just because the NFC North is so tight this year. Uh, the team looks good, absolutely. I just I think I am reserving my optimism until I see them – Probably go up to Lambeau Field and see what they do against the Packers because I think that will determine right there and then what the outlook is going to be for the Lions in that division because between those two teams and the Bears, it's going to be really tight this year and them looking good just might not be enough. What do you think of Patricia right now? I, I've i not been his fan for a long time, but right now it is a pretty good job. What's going on there right now? As I said, when your strength is game planning, when your strength is knowing what the other team's big uh, powers are and trying to take them away, that is a that is a move by the coaches. And I, I give them this: like the defense is looking better. There's some problems going on with the run defense, and Stafford is looking probably as good as he's been in about three years. So there's right now there's there's definitely progress. You know, everyone kind of 
sandbagged him for what was a 6-10 and 10 start. He comes in, takes over for Jim Caldwell, who had a winning record in Detroit and immediately tanks it. But if he can pull out a winning season here, I think it'll get a lot more people back on board. I don't know if you can feel any kind of sympathy. Well, no. I can feel plenty of sympathy for Dwayne Haskins. I don't think that that is – that's not good. It's not good that it's out there now that the coach probably didn't want him and the rest of the coaches wanted him to sit and they put him out there and he has a bad game. I still think Dwayne Haskins can play, but I don't know that he can play right now and he's already been put out there. I don't know if it hurt his confidence or not, but it's a complete and utter just dumpster fire in Washington. I remember a time when the Redskins were Joe Gibbs and I mean, Doug Williams tore my soul out as a Broncos fan, but Mark Rippon and obviously Riggins and Art Monk and all these things. I don't know what it's going to take to actually turn that franchise around, but obviously they're going to need some kind of a change in leadership. I don't know that they have a quarterback now. They may have lost Dwayne Haskins to some degree. The Gruden thing just... It just kind of stopped me dead in my tracks. It just left me completely and totally baffled. I can't, there are some coaching moves that just, I, I can't believe he's been there that long to have been that bad. I mean, he's won 35 games in six seasons. Like, most guys don't get that long of a leash. That's what boggles my mind. Like, even and Daniel Snyder's willing to cut bait on people, but Jay Gruden's somehow just cutting through the eye of the needle and staying employed. Yeah, it's. I I can't remember a time. I cannot, unlike you, I cannot remember a time before Washington was this kind of dumpster fire. Though it's it's something that's always been in my mind. It's like, yeah, these guys are just known for signing guys to unreasonable contracts, on you know preemptive firings, on kind of backroom just backstabbings. I I think the change has to come in the owner, and I don't know if Snyder is going to give that up willingly. But I I don't I I don't know at this point. Like Jay Gruden has been whatever they can. I the Haskins thing is interesting because I feel like some coaches they do this thing where they try to lean on the possibilities. Like hey, we might have a young quarterback here. Give me some more time. Let's see what we have. But it feels like in the case of the Dwayne Haskins, the implementation is just gone gone completely off the rails. And no one knows what's going on anymore. So uh, God God Thank help you, Jason. Washington. Garrett Cole spell. Sorry about that. So I thought Big B had a thought there for a second. Then I realized it was about Garrett Cole, and I'm not sure he was playing for the Redskins, so it wasn't necessarily a time for it. Another little bit from this Washington Post article, he says, It wasn't a leap for Gruden to think this spring that a suitable veteran replacement for Smith could take Washington to the playoffs, meaning Alex Smith, something that would be much harder to do with a rookie who started only one season in college. He probably was never more publicly candid about this than a month before the draft when during a breakfast at the league's annual meeting he said, quote, anytime you start a quarterback, you're expected to win. There is no developmental process here. This is not AAA baseball. We're not trying to develop a pitcher here. We're trying to win a game right now. Cool.gif. And then offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell said he's got a really bright future about Haskins he said that right before the start of the season but it doesn't seem like they're protecting Dwayne Haskins at all not by putting him out there and now doing this to him like you can lose a guy and I'm not saying that Dwayne Haskins is weaker that this is going to destroy his confidence but you can definitely lose him and at this point if you're Dwayne Haskins how much respect do you have for your head coach probably not a whole lot and I would imagine 
when you look at his record, that most of the fans there are probably ready for a change too. I would not be surprised, I'm serious, if this game against the Patriots is it for Jake Gruden in Washington. If I were in charge, it would be. We'll be right back. Jason Martin Show here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. Just want to make sure we heard Trent Reznor. A lot of people think that Johnny Cash wrote that song. He did not. Cash version. Both versions are fantastic. Yes, not decrying the Cash version at all. Huge Nine Inch Nails fan most of my life, so. Always liked this version a lot, especially live. It's incredible. Also incredible, let me tell you something amazing. 
Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically, and it's with no limit to how much they'll match. Millions of people a year getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? To learn more, discover.com slash cash back match. Okay, just a couple of minutes here in this segment. Let's talk about Joker. Here is the deal. This is great. Are you serious? We know you watch more than sports. Yeah. Here's what's in J-Mart's DVR. Not really in the DVR. Screened it on Tuesday night. Wrote about it on uh, the website where I do all of my stuff. If you follow me at J-Mart Zone, you can find the link to that. And did a podcast on it about an hour. I don't know exactly what to say here in terms of not spoiling it, so I'm just not going to spoil it. People ask, and what you want to know from a movie review primarily is, should I see this? Did you like this? Well, I can't answer that. Four days after I've seen it, I can't answer that. I know it was brilliant. I know how well directed it was by Todd Phillips. And I know that Joaquin Phoenix, I think, put forth one of the five best acting performances I've seen in my entire life. Heath Ledger's number one on my list, by the way, for playing the exact same character, the Joker. However, I'm so conflicted because this is not a con- this is not a movie you walk out of, folks, and say, "Oh man, that was great. That's the best thing I've seen all year. What an awesome movie!" This thing's hard to watch. This is Requiem for a Dream level difficult to watch. It's maybe maybe I'll come around to saying it's the best movie I've ever seen that I have no desire to see again. Which means a lot because Batman has been sort of my thing. The Batman universe has been my thing since I was a kid. Number one piece of pop culture that's always been with me. The Joker character in particular. Ledger. Mark Hamill on the animated series. The best, my favorite animated character period ever. This is vastly different. This is like an art house take on a superhero film, but it's more of a character study. A descent into madness. There's controversy over mental illness and how it's treated. The violence... All of these kinds of things. And then there are a lot of people that are out here defending it and saying that the media is just ginning up their own controversy to say that there's controversy. I will tell you this. Usually I agree with the second course there saying that, yeah, the media does try to gin up a lot of this. In this case, I walked out of the theater and I immediately thought to myself, I hope that someone out there that is on their own, a loner that does not have the kind of support system that they need that feels alienated and is in a bad place does not use this and get inspired by it. If you feel inspired by it, call somebody. Do something. You should not be inspired by this film to do anything but run from it. The one thing that I did not care for was that I felt a little bit of sympathy for the main character and you should not feel sympathy for him, especially based on how he devolves. That said, Joaquin Phoenix should walk and win every Oscar that he can. They should just hand him ones that he's not even up for. Just give him producing and cinematography and everything for this performance. The performance is worth seeing by itself. No going in. It's as dark as dark comes. You will feel uneasy the entire time, and you'll walk out. You won't be able to stop thinking about it. I don't think that's a good thing. And your kids are going to be upset because they're going to see Joker, and they're going to want to see it. Folks, even teenagers should not see this film. 
for a number of different reasons. Completely inappropriate. Let them yell at you. Discipline is important. They have no business seeing this movie. We'll be right back. Coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hit up that website, skyco.com, for a free rate quote. This is the Jason Martin Show on Fox Sports Radio across the country. Glad to have you with us. Blessed to have you as a part of my audience. I'm Jay Mart. Do the show out of Nashville, Tennessee, on Twitter at jmartzone. Telephone number 877-99 on Fox. That's 996-6369. Or you can tweet me. Many of you have been doing that this morning. We have talked a good bit of football on this show. And we're going to continue that. We're going to go through the slate of games before we finish up this morning. And I want to talk some about the biggest week in pro wrestling that's coming to an end tonight. But just all this huge week that we've had, we'll do that coming up too. But I want to start here in the NFC North, which is an intriguing division because the Lions are a little better than people thought. The Packers have started out pretty good. Huge game against Dallas today. That's going to be an enormous game on Fox in the afternoon. You're going to see a lot about both those two teams today. The Bears have an just absurd defense. Scary good. And then there is the Minnesota Vikings. If you recall, I talked about Kirk Cousins on this show for a long time and said he's one of the six most overrated people in sports overhyped not that he's a scrub just that he's not worth the hype that he gets and in this case the hype was a contract and it it sucks to say that because whoever wants to pay you whatever they want to pay you you're worth it i guess but right now it's not proving out to be good and you've got this stefan Diggs situation that's not good you've got Thielen, who's unhappy as well But I told you so about Kirk Cousins. He was not that big an upgrade over Case Keenum. He certainly wasn't a, you know, 80 plus million dollars above Case Keenum upgrade. Because what we saw in Washington from him was one, a losing record, and two, a really terrible record against anybody half decent. There have been a few things added to this, but as of. Mid-December last year, and it's only gotten worse since, his career record, just listen to some of these stats, his record in primetime games entering this season was 5-13. and 13. Against winning teams, guys over 500, teams over 500, 4-24. Versus winning teams last season, 1-6. Career road record entering this season, 12-23-2. And on Monday Night Football, winless in seven tries. That does not scream franchise quarterback, franchise changer, fortune changer to me. It screams, okay, that's about where he was drafted. He's sort of average. And that's what Minnesota's finding out right now. So Diggs is not happy. Thielen's not happy. Cousins looks bad. Jim Trotter of NFL.com said what many of us have already seen, which is Kirk Cousins is better when they don't let him drop back and throw very often. When they beat Atlanta 
in week one. He only threw 10 passes in that game. After they got rid of John Filippo, after they lost to Seattle in week 14 on Monday Night Football last year, he threw six TDs, just one interception over the last three games, and he averaged 27 attempts. The Vikings, who paid a ton of money to bring in Kirk Cousins to be the guy that would take them over the hump that they didn't think Case could take them to, are a million times better, more efficient, more effective when the offense is going through Dalvin Cook, not Kirk Cousins. When he runs, they play a lot better. When Kirk Cousins has to throw, they don't seem to play very well. That's not good, folks. If you're a Vikings fan, I don't even know what you say about that. And there are even worse numbers out there. According to Pro Football Focus, listen to this. 27th out of 27 since 2017, Kirk Cousins is dead last out of all qualifying quarterbacks in passer rating from the opponent's 10-yard line and in. A passer rating of 76.5. He has completed just 44.6% of his passes in those spots. Lowest yards per attempt, 1.6 among all qualified quarterbacks inside the opponent's 10-yard line. So he's not good at finishing. He's not good at getting touchdowns when the team gets close. This is brutal, folks. It's terrible. And he is a problem. He might be 1A because he was overvalued and overpaid, and now they're in trouble up there. But Mike Zimmer might be a bigger problem. It's very obvious that Stephon Diggs doesn't care for Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer, over the past few years, is somebody that passed the buck. He passed the buck to John Filippo When they moved him out of the way, oh, it was John Filippo's fault. He has not taken responsibility, at least to my knowledge, I've never seen him take responsibility for the failures of the Minnesota Vikings. He has consistently passed the buck elsewhere. When we're talking about Jay Gruden and how his seat is hot, you look at this Minnesota situation. This was a team that a couple of years ago, when their city was hosting the Super Bowl, they were right there with an opportunity to get there in the championship game. Couldn't quite get there, but were right there on the doorstep and lost to the Eagles, who would then go on to win the Super Bowl. And then last year, they didn't even make the playoffs after paying Kirk Cousins to come in and be the difference maker. And now they're 2-2. Two and two, And they just look like they are nearing disarray. Now, it's a 2-2 two and two team that when you look at the schedule coming up, now they're playing the Giants today. That's Daniel Jones. We'll see. But the defense in Minnesota hasn't been, I think, all it's cracked up to be. When you look at their record, they beat Atlanta 28-12 to at home in the first game of the season. That was the game where Kirk Cousins only threw 10 passes. They lost to Green Bay 21-16, put up 34 on the Raiders, beat them by 20, and then only put up six against that Chicago defense. So they play against the Giants. They should win that game, even though it's at New York. They play against Philadelphia, maybe the best 2-2 two and two team in the league, the week after that. Then they go to Detroit and they play Washington. So of those four games, I could see them winning three of them. 
I could see them winning today against the Giants, beating Detroit, although that won't be easy on the road if the Lions continue to show what we're seeing, and beating Washington. I don't think they'll beat Philadelphia. Not right now, although they've got them at home. So they could easily be 5-3 and three when they get through these next four games. And if indeed they are, a lot of this we won't hear about unless there's a trade made and this Diggs thing continues to grow. But listen to this. Three of their next four games after that, at Chiefs, at Cowboys, at Seahawks. The only one of those four games you can see them winning is they get Denver at home. So they have a chance to go five and three and then lose three of four and be right there in mediocrity going into the final four games of the season where they play three division games, Detroit, Green Bay, Chicago, and then they go to the Chargers. I had them winning the division and Chicago taking a step back. I don't know that Minnesota's getting a wild card. Because after they go 5-3, and three, I think they might be under five hundred when we get to the end of the year. Because I don't buy Kirk Cousins at all being able to turn this around because what in his past would indicate that he could? Again, career winless in seven attempts on Monday Night Football. 12-23-2 on the road. Winning teams last year, he was 1-6 in those games. 4-24 entering this season against winning teams. And well under 500 in primetime games. He's getting an average of 28 mil a season in this three-year deal. And he has proven precisely nothing. And some said, well, that's because, I mean, he was in Washington and that was just a terrible spot. He he kept him in those. No, he wasn't good in those games. He is the guy that goes out there and beats the tomato cans. But when he steps up against a real heavyweight, he gets knocked out in the second round. He gets exposed as, I believe he was a fourth-round draft pick. He gets exposed as, oh, that's a guy you drafted in the fourth round. Okay, got it. Borderline starter in this league. I understand why he's starting. At times, he looks good. At times, he's around 70% completion. Then you get inside the 10, and he can't hit the broad side of a barn. You ask him to throw it from the five-yard line through the uprights. Apparently, he can't do that if he's completing only 44% of his passes in his career since 2017 and that includes two of the best route runners this decade in the NFL and Diggs and Thielen who are infighting amongst each other potentially and certainly are not happy with their quarterback not getting them the ball when and where they'd like it and by where I mean putting it where they'd like to catch it as opposed to them having to make circus catches to make it happen I don't know if it's confidence thing I mean he said you like that you like that we remember this I mean, Kirk Cousins seems capable, but at some point, what your potential is and what you're capable of, eventually you're just who you are. And who Kirk Cousins is, apparently, is a guy that can beat bad teams when you come up against even 500-level teams. You cannot trust him. So what have the Minnesota Vikings done to their franchise? They got caught up in the hype of somebody and believed that the futility that he had experienced had nothing to do with him but instead had everything to do with the franchise that he played for. They brought him out of there. You realized what the Redskins were doing with him now. And now the Vikings are in a mess of a situation, owing him a lot of money. And at this point, basically, 
moving their offense as best they can to take the ball out of his hands, run it as much as possible, and not let him throw so that they have a better chance to win. That is a boondoggle of a scenario for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know how their fans feel about this, but I know they're tired of Cousins. I have heard Vikings fans on radio shows and even in interviews basically saying, can we please get rid of Kirk Cousins? And Washington fans laughing about it. Can you imagine Redskins fans laughing at you saying, we knew what you were getting when you got this. This is why we were not upset to see him leave. I hate to say it because Kirk Cousins seems like a really good dude. But like I told you about Vontez Perfect in the first segment of the first hour of this show a couple of hours ago, I don't care whether or not he's the greatest guy in the world. What I'm seeing on the field is what's relevant to me as it relates to his suspension. I am not condemning him personally, and I'm certainly not condemning Kirk Cousins personally here. I am going after the performance because there is a history. There is a ledger. There is a legacy of nope as it relates to this guy getting it done at any spot. When it counts. Is he going to look good against the Giants? He might. Their defense is not very good. It's a rookie quarterback in Daniel Jones. If they lose that game, whoo! The two stories coming out of today in the NFL may well be saying goodbye to Jay Gruden and the Vikings are the biggest disappointment in the NFL so far this season. That may already be the case, even though they're 2-2. Two and two. They're 2-2. Two and two. But I don't think anybody sees them on the level of the good 2-2 two and two teams or the ones that you feel better about, like Baltimore or Philadelphia or some of those kind of clubs. Maybe even Tennessee. We'll see what they do against Buffalo today. But right now, the Vikings, who I thought were going to have a resurgence, not just because I thought Cousins were going to be better because I didn't, but he'd be enough to get them back into the playoffs at least. I look at this, and I'm serious about this. I think the Vikings are going to miss the playoffs again, and they bring in Kirk Cousins after letting Case Keenum, who took them to the playoffs, go, and he's going to go 0-2 in Case Keenum's stead, making all of that money. I have said before, you cannot overpay a great quarterback. I'm going to talk about a great quarterback when we come back on the other side of this break. You could not pay that guy too much money. He's worth whatever... It takes to keep him where he is. But if you overpay the wrong guy, if you get that wrong, you can really harm your franchise. Look at Diggs. Look at Thielen. Look at everything happening in Minnesota. And I'm telling you, you paid the wrong guy. Because Kirk Cousins, he's the wrong guy. 877-99 on Fox. 996-6369. If you don't want to actually look at the letters on your phone and correspond them. Go ahead and bookmark that. Put that in your phone. You can use that on all the Fox shows. It's 877-996-6369. Or you can tweet me at jmartzone. We'll be right back. I'll tell you about the quarterback that you couldn't possibly overpay based on what I'm seeing. One of the three or four best players in the NFL. That's next on the Jason Martin Show here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. Want to hear something amazing? It's Discover. Usually is. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much they're going to match. Millions of people a year getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cashbackmatch. Jason Martin Show. I'm Jay Mart on Twitter at jmartzone, 877 on Fox. Paul tweeted me. He's a Vikings fan. I hate you're probably right about my Vikes. Could be 7-9, but 10-6 and six at best. And then he says, and I don't disagree with this necessarily. He tweets, I don't blame the Vikings for trying, though. Who would you have signed when you say we signed the wrong guy? We knew it wasn't Keenum. Didn't want to rebuild. Went with the best option and it blew up. Cousins is a head case. I won't speak to the truth of the last thing that he says there. And what you did, it's easy for me to go back and say now because of hindsight, yeah, you paid the wrong guy. But I said it at the beginning, so I'm going to dunk on it now because I got it right because that's what we do in sports media. When we get one right, we're going to take about 17 Ronald Acuna victory laps if we have to. Because so often we aren't going to get it right. And what I said about Cousins, yeah, somebody was going to pay him. And I can understand sort of what the Vikings did, except at the time I said, I don't think he's that big an upgrade over what you got. Even if you don't think Keenum is a guy, 
Keenan played pretty well, and he had no support from Mike Zimmer whatsoever. He had a great situation around him. Yeah, he hadn't been good in Washington. He wasn't good in Denver, but there were not very much around him. The scenario that he had was right for his skill set in Minnesota. It complemented pretty well. Maybe it was one year, and he was going to go back and end up in the shallow end again. But when he left there, he went back to being Case Keenum. That was what I was saying about Foles as well, and we have no idea what that's going to be or whether or not he ever even gets back on the field because of what we're seeing from Gardner Minshew down in Jacksonville. But he had everything going right for him in Philadelphia in that he had not just a good but an elite offensive line. He had skill talent. He had Peterson's scheme and Frank Reich's scheme. It was a perfect storm. He had none of those things in Jacksonville, which is why I didn't think that was going to work. It was the same thing as what I was saying about Jared Goff. I'm not going to take Jared Goff and pay him in a lot of places in the NFL, but I did not have any problem with what they offered him to stay with the Rams in that system because he was flourishing within that system. And although he's bad when you pressure him, if you can get to him, he just hits eject and throws a football and you don't know what's going to happen. But when he's got time, he's lethal. He can be absolutely great. And we saw instances of both when Seattle tried to get to him and successfully did on Thursday night football. He made mistakes. And, of course, he had some receivers. He had Everett drop a pass that led to an interception that wasn't on him at all. But Goff, when you can get to him, like Tom Brady, that's how you beat the Patriots is get to Tom Brady. But Goff is 10 times worse when it comes to that. But in the right system, and that's what I'm saying about Keenum not being like such a downgrade from Kirk Cousins when you pay Kirk Cousins all of that money based on what he had never done before just because of what you thought he could do. Well, Keenum had just come off a pretty good season and seemed to have a good rapport with the guys on that offense, which is one of the reasons I said, I don't know that what you're doing here is going to win you three more games a year or it's going to take you from the NFC Championship game to the Super Bowl. What it did was it took you from the NFC Championship game to looking at the playoffs, not even in the, in the wild card. But it's easy for me to say, yeah, he's the wrong guy. You've paid the wrong guy because we've seen a lot of it. Like I said, I think they could easily be five and three, and then they're going to lose three or four. And then it's not going to be easy because they've got three or four division games down the stretch. If they got hot and win those games, maybe they still make the playoffs. I've got them out of the playoffs now, and I had them winning the division when the season started. Just shows how things can change. Paying the wrong guy versus paying the right guy. I teased before the break, a guy that you cannot overpay. Based on, and when I did my list of six quarterbacks, dating back probably two months ago now, here on this very show on Fox Sports Radio, this guy was in that list, and he's probably even too low in the list, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, who sometimes plays with his hand tied behind his back by his own offensive coordinator. The reason why the Seahawks didn't beat the Cowboys last year in the playoffs is because of awful play calling, and awful decision-making, not from the quarterback spot, but from the sidelines. Schottenheimer's not very good, folks. They do not utilize Russell Wilson very much. All they want to do is run the ball. They use him almost as a decoy to run the ball. They made him the highest-paid quarterback in the league in order to run it more. They drafted DK Metcalf. I heard several people that cover the Seahawks suggest that the main reason that they got DK Metcalf out of Ole Miss 
was to stretch the field to create more running room. So Russell Wilson oftentimes has to just pull completely out of nowhere because his offensive coordinator is not using his skill set. He throws the best deep ball in the NFL. Mahomes is right there. And Aaron Rodgers throws a good deep ball as well. But Russell Wilson's the guy that I want in that situation. He can pass it. He can run it. He's a flat-out winner. He's a great competitor. He's a great leader. He does absolutely everything that you could possibly want him to do. And back to that Cowboys game, more specifically why they lost that game, first down, run, second down, run, third down. It's third down and 12. Russ, go get us the first down. Over and over and over again in that game. If you read Warren Sharp or if you read analytics at all, you see that throwing on first down is far more successful in the NFL at this point than running. If you see teams that are struggling, look at what they're doing on early downs and how unsuccessful and vanilla and conservative they are as if the football has not changed four times since these coaches got on the field. This is not 20 years ago. When you've got Russell Wilson, you got to let that guy go. And they don't do it enough. The Seahawks are a good football team, despite the fact that the defense is not what it used to be, but they're playing over their heads. They're playing well. And there are some talented guys on that offense. Carson and Penny and a couple of decent young receivers there as well. But Wilson makes it go. There are not a lot of quarterbacks that could step in in Seattle with what they have around them and make them anywhere close to as good as they are with Russell Wilson. Everything that Kirk Cousins has never proven, Russell Wilson has proven over and over and over again despite being put into bad situations by an offensive coordinator that doesn't seem to understand how great his quarterback is. The luxury that you have, the margin of error grows for you as an offensive coordinator because of Russell Wilson. If he needed $50 million a season to stay there, he would be worth it. That's how good he is. There are less than four quarterbacks that I would take before him, maybe not even less than three. Like He might be number three on my list. Yeah, I would take Patrick Mahomes over him, and I would take Tom Brady over him, and that might be the list right there. And yeah, you can start to name your Aaron Rodgers or your Drew Brees. At at their age, or at his age, I'm not taking Drew Brees. Same thing with like a Phillip Rivers or somebody like that at this point. It's a little bit easier because of how late we're talking here. Roethlisberger, all that. But Russell Wilson is now in the argument of being one of the top 20 quarterbacks of all time. Right in that vicinity. I think he might be top 10 before he's done. I hope he has an opportunity to win another Super Bowl. It might not be with Brian Schottenheimer, but this year they got to run at it. After that win against the Rams, which, yep, Greg Zerline, he makes that kick. We're having a different conversation, but that's not a Russell Wilson problem. That's a Brian Schottenheimer problem. But Seattle does get the job done, despite the fact that Goff throws five yards short of 400 in the ballgame. And the Seahawks, right now, are a 4-1 and one team leading a good division, where three teams are good and one, we're pretty sure, is not. 
if you look at the wins, they beat Cincinnati by one. That was sort of a surprisingly close game at CenturyLink. They got past the Steelers by two. So these have been some close ball games. They lost to New Orleans 33-27. to And then they beat Arizona and beat the Rams. Now they've got at Cleveland coming up, which should be a fun game. Versus Baltimore, another fun game. At the Falcons, who, look, I thought the Falcons were going to win that division. Falcons don't look very good either. Defense is not good. Their head coach is not good. He's probably not going to last either. I think there are going to be two head coaches out of jobs in the NFC South, and it's going to be Atlanta and Carolina. So the schedule's interesting for the Seahawks, but four and one's really good. And you cannot overpay the right quarterback. And there might not be a more right quarterback, with the exception of Patrick Mahomes, at this point than Wilson. I know you're not going to let Brady go, and you pay Brady what he wants. But Brady at his age, compared to Russell Wilson at his age, you could make the argument that you would pay Russell Wilson at this point before you would pay Tom Brady. I'm going to go Mahomes. Well, I'm going to go Brady, Mahomes, Wilson, probably one, two, and three in that order. But anybody that says anything that I remember when I put him in the list of six, somebody tweeted me that night and said, Russell Wilson, you're out of your mind. And he started naming all these people. Who are you going to name now? Seriously, how many of these great quarterbacks in this league that you think are better than Russell Wilson could you put in Seattle and expect them to be 4-1 and one right now? Seriously. The list is incredibly short. Give that a little bit of thought. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about all of the games that are going to take place today. But let's go out to Brian Finley one more time and get a look at the latest in sports. We will head out there right now big b take it away thank you so much jason the insiders using the overnight hours to spit out nfl injury developments nfl network and ian rapaport reporting redskins wide receiver terry mclaurin rehabbing from a hamstring issue has a realistic shot of playing today but he wants to see how he feels during warm-ups first. The Colts feel good about T.Y. Hilton playing through a quad injury today against the Chiefs, while Indy running back Marlon Mack fighting an ankle problem remains a game-time decision. Kansas City running back Damian Williams with a bum knee and wide receiver Sammy Watkins bobbed down with a shoulder issue are on track to play. Texans wide receiver Kenny Stills, who's suffering through hamstring and ankle injuries, is not on path to play today against the Falcons. Bills running back Devin Singletary will wait and see how his hamstring reacts in pregame activities before deciding whether or not he'll play against the Titans. Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup off a knee issue is looking like he will play today but might get a reduced workload. It's October which means it's Geico-ween. Get a Geico quote and you could save so much it's scary. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. A couple close calls and upset finishes in college football on Saturday. Stanford gets by 15th-ranked Washington, 23-13. Cameron Scarlett, 151 yards on the ground and a touchdown. How about 24th-ranked SMU climbing out of a 21-point deficit in the fourth quarter, making good on six fourth-down conversions, and stunning Tulsa 43-37 in triple overtime. Back to Jason Martin in the Geico Fox Sports Studios. Yep, that was incredible. A couple of big comebacks. Looked like Miami was out of a game as well. Ended up making that a real big ball game as well. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. That against Virginia Tech. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, let's take a look 
at today's slate, including one out in London, which is going to be an interesting. It's not an early kick, at least according to the schedule I'm looking at. It's still going to be a regular kick at 1 p.m. on Fox. But Arizona at Cincinnati, we talked about the rookie head coaches in uh, the last hour. One of them is going to get a win today. There's only been one tie for these four guys so far, and that's Kingsbury. Well, he's got another shot today against another rookie coach and another Sean McVay guy in Zach Taylor. Not a great football game. Not a whole lot of people are going to watch that except through whatever scores happen on red zone. They're both winless. It's Kyler Murray against Andy Dalton. I mean, Dalton's actually won in this league. Kyler Murray hasn't. I guess I'll take Cincinnati because they're at home, but it's one I'm not going to be watching. Buffalo at Tennessee right here in Nashville. Bills fans are out in force here. It's not going to feel like a road game for the Bills. Josh Allen clears concussion protocol, so he will play. It's expected to play and start against the Titans, who also have Taylor Lewan back for the first time off of his four-game suspension for PED violations. The Titans look good in their bookends so far. They look good against the Browns and good against the Falcons, brutal against the Jaguars on Thursday night football, and lost to Jacoby Brissett. This is a very Jekyll and Hyde, unpredictable, confounding football team, and they have been for years. I don't know exactly what's going to happen here. Buffalo has a great defense. Wilkes has those guys playing well. McDermott's team will come and they will play hard. That looks like a playoff team to me at 3-1. and one. This is a game where you determine whether or not Tennessee is for real or if they're the same team that they've been for the last handful of years. Mariota has not turned the football over this season. Only guy who started every game at quarterback who has not turned the ball over, so he's due for it. If they turn it over against this defense, they will lose an ugly game to the Bills. Allen running the football bothers you a little bit. It's here in Nashville, so what do you think? I actually think the Bills are going to beat the Titans. But I think it could be close. I don't feel good about that prediction. Chicago at Oakland is your London game. So it's not at Oakland. The Bears defense is ridiculous. It's Khalil Mack playing against the team that he thought he was going to play his entire career for. You've got John Gruden saying that he was trying to keep Khalil Mack. That whole thing's a mess. The perfect thing has been another distraction. The Raiders have been a little better than expected. They're 2-2 two and two right now in a division that has two good teams and then the Raiders and the Broncos. I say two good teams – Chargers haven't been that impressive this year either. Chicago's quarterback situation worries you a little bit, but their defense, I still think, should travel over there well, and they'll probably beat the Raiders. Tampa Bay and New Orleans, we talked about this earlier. Winston's been good since the first week of the season. Obviously, they put up 50-plus against the Rams last week. This is a different challenge, but no Drew Brees, but it's at New Orleans. That becomes your problem. I've got the Saints winning this. This is a measuring stick kind of game for Tampa Bay. It shows what we've seen, what's real, and what's not. They are clearly better this year than they were last year. Shaq Barrett looks absolutely absurd. What a first month he just had. But the Saints are going to get the job done today. At New York, Daniel Jones hosting Kirk Cousins. We open this hour discussing Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are better than the Giants, though, right? Like, you have to win this game, or all of this Stephon Diggs stuff, all of the Kirk Cousins stuff just boils over i think they galvanized today cousins has a good day on the road and the vikings win this game by a couple of touchdowns jets at eagles eagles win jets still not good sam darnold still not playing 
Eagles may be the best 2-2 two and two team in the league. They look like not just playoffs, but very, very dangerous threats to potentially go back to the Super Bowl for the second time in three years because I still don't think they've played their best football yet. Baltimore at Pittsburgh, always a war. Will be a war again. Pittsburgh and their backup quarterback against Lamar Jackson, they didn't get exposed last week, but the Browns looked good against them, certainly, in that loss. Baltimore is now a 2-2 two and two team. It's at Pittsburgh, not an easy place to play, but the Steelers are not the Steelers of old. They're, they're not the Steelers of yore, the Steelers of old. Baltimore should be able to get right against them today. Pittsburgh coming off a pretty good win against a bad Bengals team on Monday Night Football. I've got the Ravens going to 3-2. and two. New England's going to truck Washington. We don't even need to discuss that. I think it'll be Jake. It may be, well be Jay Gruden's last game coaching the Redskins. Jacksonville at Carolina is fascinating. Two teams with good defenses. Two teams with Kyle Allen on one side and Gardner Minshew on the other. Minshew, this does not look like a fluke. This does not look like something that's going to come to an end. This dude looks like he knows how to play quarterback in the NFL. I don't know what that means for Nick Foles' future, but it tells me that the Jaguars right now are feeling it a bit. Jalen Ramsey and his back issues, that's certainly a problem. But what is Carolina's offense going to do becomes your question. They've been better with Kyle Allen because Cam Newton can barely walk. But I think... Kyle Allen against Jacksonville's defense frightens me enough to think the Jags might actually get that job done against the Panthers. Atlanta at Houston, two disappointing teams. Terrible offensive line in Houston. Not a good defensive performance so far this season from the Falcons. Matt Ryan looks like a top 10 quarterback, but he doesn't have a top 10 coach. That's for sure. And even though he threw for a ton of yards last week, it didn't amount to even a single touchdown. And he's done that several times in his career. It's at Houston. Deshaun Watson was sacked six times last week because of that aforementioned offensive line. It's two teams that should both be better than they are and both with coaches that I don't believe in whatsoever. I'll take Houston because they've got it at home. Denver at LA, Chargers win. Denver's not very good. Green Bay at Dallas, that's a war. Dallas has come down to earth just a little bit because of what we saw against the Saints. But Green Bay's got a rookie head coach. It's at Dallas. It's Dak, knowing that the whole world is watching him. It's Zeke, who's going to be a man on a mission because he was shut down in large part last week. I think the Cowboys, who I have in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, and that's what, that was my preseason prediction, I've got them beating Green Bay at home. Indy at Kansas City is your night game. It's Jacoby Brissett against Patrick Mahomes. I like the Colts. I love the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not going to lose that game. And then tomorrow night at San Francisco for Baker Mayfield and the Browns. An intriguing little matchup with Baker versus Jimmy G. This is finally a time where we're going to see San Francisco play against somebody and see how good they might actually be. I've already told you I think the Browns are going to miss the playoffs, but that may actually change because I had Pittsburgh winning that division. That does not necessarily feel very good, especially with the injuries that they have sustained so far this year. But I think in this case, the 49ers at home, even with Cleveland starting to feel it a little bit, that's going to be a tough task. I've got the 49ers winning that. So there's a look at everything that's happening. Detroit and Miami are your two teams on by. When we come back, little bit of wwe talk on the way out with aew starting on tnt ratings all across the board for pro wrestling this week through the roof probably the biggest week in pro wrestling in at least two decades one of the biggest ever we'll discuss that a little bit coming back jason martin show here on fox sports radio 
Final segment of the program. Fox Sports Sunday coming up next. Brian, no Andy Furman. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more. Website discover.com slash cash back match. Just to clarify, I had somebody say, hey, Patrick Mahomes hasn't thrown an interception this year, just in case I said it wrong. Mario is the only guy to start every game not to turn it over in any capacity. Mahomes has lost one fumble. But yeah, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. And by the way, I'm not suggesting Mario is better than Pat Mahomes. I was just making that statement, saying that he might be due against a good defense to have a couple of turnovers today at home. And I just kind of like the Bills to win a blemishy kind of game against the Titans because I still don't buy into it yet. All right, this is one of the biggest weekends or one of the biggest weeks in pro wrestling history because you had a brand new organization, All Elite Wrestling, Alex Marvez, who you know very well here on Fox Sports Radio, associated with that group. AEW, they started on TNT, which of course was known. Turner Properties were known for World Championship Wrestling and the NWA and Georgia Championship Wrestling for a long, long time. But this is the first time they've had pro wrestling in almost 20 years. And they did not really support the WCW product all that well and there was a merger and a lot of things went wrong but AEW is sort of a different kind of group brought about by pro wrestlers themselves who are actually your vice presidents and people in charge and then they've got Jacksonville Jaguars money with Tony Khan behind it so they go on TNT and they're on Washington DC and they put up 14,000 people in the building and head-to-head with them is NXT, which is the third brand. It used to be the developmental brand is how they would call it. They tried to not call it that now because it's not really developmental anymore. They grab some of the best talent in independent organizations across the world, bring them in. They already have names. A lot of them are better than just about anybody else you can find. The only thing that you're developing is how to look at the hard cam and how to do all of these kinds of things. It's been the best and most consistent, certainly in-ring brand, that Vince McMahon has had in a long time, and mainly that's because he has nothing to do with it. So they go head-to-head on Wednesday nights now. It used to be the Monday Night Wars. This is now the Wednesday Night Wars between AEW and NXT. Well, AEW did $1.4 million and 800000 or so for NXT in the two-hour block where they were going against one another. This shouldn't be a giant surprise because... AEW is new and fresh, and people wanted to check it out. I don't know exactly where it's going to land, but keep an eye on your ratings as it relates to pro wrestling. SmackDown debuted on Fox with 3.88 million. The Rock was there. They had Cain Velasquez at the end of the show. We're going to talk a lot more pro wrestling in the weeks to come because this is such a huge time. SmackDown did not feel like a great show. It was a pretty good show, but they threw everything that they could out there, and it still felt like the same kind of show. They're not going to have The Rock every week. So we'll have to see where these ratings fall on a Friday night, which is the worst television night, period. So a 3.88 is actually a really good number, especially for pro wrestling. And on Fridays, that might be enough. But can they sustain that long term without The Rock, without the casual stuff that they brought in? That's the question. We'll discuss that going forward. NFL Sunday, enjoy all of the games, especially in the early window when you've got 10 of them to watch. Fox Sports Sunday coming up. I'll catch you next week here on the Jason Martin Show.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.